down this is a segment we like to call Kyle versus the world in which Kyle proves his Packers trivia medal against any and all comers all of whom are the American gladiators of knowing stuff about the Green Bay Packers so Kyle is in for a real murderer's row of challengers here but I'm pretty confident that he is I'm not scared yeah, he's he's up to the task. I'm pretty confident in him. So for a minute here, let's uh, let's get some biographical information about our uh, about our hero Kyle here. Um, Kyle was born in Kenosha, Wisconsin. In what year? 1989. So when did you first come to accept the Packers as your true savior? Well, the first memories I have uh, include uh, watching the Packers. I don't know how old are you when you remember stuff like six? Yeah, probably. So like 95, 15. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and tell us where you were, Kyle, when B.J. Raji intercepted Caleb Haney of oh, the Chicago Bears. I'll never forget it. I was at the Echo Tap in Madison, Wisconsin, and I think I've told this story in mm-hmm. previous episodes mm-hmm. that it was so packed, it was wall-to-wall people that you couldn't really move, so I just stood in the middle of this big crowded room with a pitcher full of beer and drank it all and then spilled half of it on myself, on my Jermichael Finley jersey when... Uh, Raji took it in. So what I think what you're saying is that your Packers credentials are pretty much, you know, impossible to question at this point? I'd say so, yeah. Okay, good. All right, now let's meet our challenger. Uh, this is Packers Tom, and I think Packers Tom is going to provide a pretty good challenge to you. I'm not real sure, but uh, Tom, tell us where you're from. I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Woo! Yeah. Oh. We got a real. Born in Green Bay, raised in Green Bay. I'm going to die in Green Bay. <laughs> Which is why I never go back. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. That way I can live forever. You're afraid you're uh, gonna leave toes up, yeah? Uh, I was born in 1978. Okay. My earliest Packers memory is my dad getting very angry when um, uh, Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown in the Monday Night Game in 1985 when I was like six or seven years old. My dad's very stoic. So the fact that he got really angry was a very intense moment for me. And um, when B.J. Raji picked out. I was in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts for a year and a half. I was watching the game by myself with stress eating, probably. I probably had like, um, you know, I was the East Coast, so seafoods. I imagine I had like a bowl of clams that I was just nervously shucking and cooking and then eating in succession as the game went on. All right. Uh, Are you Packers Dan? uh, Yeah. So everyone that comes on the show has Packers put in front of their name. Well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Well, I mean, I'm Packers Dan in real life, too. you got to earn that title, though, oh, okay. right? Like, uh, we had a, a guest on a previous episode who was called Niners Hank. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's Vikings Mazer, who everyone is assured to yeah, at some it. point. Get, the less said it. about him, the better. I now, I now know why that's my username. So, okay, <laughs> uh, so let me explain a little bit about the rules of this contest as we go forward here. Um... What we are playing for is Miller High Life. Um, we are not sponsored by Miller High Life in any Yet. way. Yet. However... You if, wouldn't turn it down. If anyone from Miller High Life is listening right now and wants to work out some kind of sponsorship situation, we already drink a tremendous amount of your product. And so we would really like to have full sponsorship and or access to free Miller, Miller High Life. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the... So that will be the prize. 
in the contest, I will ask one question. It'll alternate back and forth. One question to Kyle, one question to Tom. Uh, at escalating levels of Miller High Life, the difficulty of these questions will increase as the number of High Lifes at stake also increases. So, it is crucially important as you get to the later rounds that you answer these questions correctly. They, of course, all pertain to the Green Bay Packers. Are we ready? Let's do this. I think so. All right. What is big third down? First question goes to our challenger, Tom. Whew! Okay, let's do that. I'm, I'm nervous. All right. I'm ready. For one Miller Highlight, for a yeah. single Miller Highlight. Okay. One sixth of a six pack. Mason Crosby. Ounces. What's that? 12 ounces. 12, yeah, that's accurate. All right. Mason Crosby is the Packers' all time leading scorer. Mm hmm. What legendary Green Bay Packer continues to hold the record for touchdowns with 105? Oh, um, I feel like I know the guy. Now I'm psyching myself out because I'm like, there was an answer I immediately had. Mm -hmm. But is that, is it Don Hudson? That is correct. Yeah, okay. Go ding, first, ding, 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 ding. We have no bell. Go with first instinct. Go with mm -hmm. first instinct. I'm glad. Right. I was like, that I was, was going to say Chris Jackie out of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Man, how many touchdowns do you think Chris Jackie scored? Zero. I guarantee Chris Jackie did not score a single touchdown. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, Tom has notched one Miller High Life with that answer. Tom is now sitting at one Miller High Life. Oh, perhaps I forgot to mention this, but only one person wins the Miller High Life at the end. So whoever has the most Miller High Lifes... Takes the Miller Highlights overall, okay? So do you win as many, like, the points differential? Like, if I win by one, that means Kyle owes me one <laughs> Miller Highlight? You win however many you win during the course of the contest. Okay. okay. Don't try to scam me out of these Miller Highlights. I'm just, no, I'm just <laughs> there's lots of twists and turns. Yeah, it's it's a complicated <laughs> scoring situation. All right, Kyle, you ready? Yeah. All right. Name the legendary Packers safety who was drafted in the second round out of Bethune-Cookman University and who went on to make a crucial interception in Super Bowl Forty-Five. Well, I believe that would be Nick Collins. That is correct! A very successful first round. I appreciate that layup. You know I have his jersey at home. Uh, so. Alright, well... We are now, okay, after the they first round. They know the good old Bethune-Cookman. Mm -hmm. We are currently sitting at 1-1 and HBUC uh, that, uh, that he went to. There's a lot of actually yeah. great football players who went there. I looked that up to see if he was the greatest all-time alumni of yeah. Bethune-Cookman, and he's not. No, he's, he's not. The best Packer of all time. Yeah. For me. We went to a historically white college. <laughs> Boy, howdy. <laughs> Did we ever. <laughs> And let me tell you, folks, it wasn't Harvard. It was, place, <laughs> it was not, yeah. Place called it's not Wisconsin. one of those historically white colleges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Back to Tom. You ready? Yes. All right. How many is this word? Two highlights. Two highlights. All right. Let's do it. You ready? Yes. All right. Before he scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl history while suffering a devastating hangover, Max McGee had to borrow a piece of equipment because he'd absentmindedly forgotten his in the locker room. What was the piece of equipment? A helmet? Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Tom has moved on to three total high lifes. Nice. A cup. That was choice number three. That's the yeah, that was the first right. thing that came into my mind, too, but then I was like, man, if you're Max McGee, you're not wearing a cup. <laughs> no. yeah. I don't Hell think that, no. they didn't have a cup that fit him. That's, <laughs> a, man, that's, a, that's a guy who just went cup three through life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I kicked in the nuts enough times. All right, Kyle. You ready? Yeah, let's, let's go. All right. For two highlights. Name the Green Bay Packer who led the team in rushing in 2005 with 582 yards <laughs> and went on to go through medical school and is now an otolaryngologist. Nice. It's uh, the Nigerian bull, Sam Congato. Boom. Correct. <laughs> the, perhaps the second greatest Nigerian running back in NFL history behind Christian Okoye, right? Yeah. My favorite thing about Sam Congato is... Um, how people talk themselves slightly into thinking Sam Kankato was, like, slightly good. Because he had, like, one huge game as a rookie, but then, like, you heard that sound, it's just, like, if your best running back gets 500 yards in a season, then anybody looks good. It's important to know. You know what? We need to keep that Sam Kankato around. (laughs) He was crucial in that one game we won. And he also, you could double as, uh, like, a trainer on the sideline. Okay. Yeah, money. Yes, Sam Congato's best year was during the Packers' four and twelve run uh, in two thousand five. I watched a lot of those games with the map, but that was not pleasant. I was two thousand five. I was still in high school, but I watched uh, the game after his breakout game against the Lions. I watched the game after that uh, in my friend's hot tub. It was tight. Do you think? If <laughs> we ate chicken wings, it was. This wasn't a great story. Could I schedule an appointment? With Sam Congato. Also, what does an otolaryngeal... I don't really know, but if I said I had a problem with my voice, would he... Could I get in to see him? I think he's probably very polite, so he'd say yes, but yeah. then once you get in there, he'd just sort of be like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> he'd say, sir, you didn't, you didn't have to take off all your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> sir, <laughs> you may not know this, but I once rushed for 525 yards for an NFL team. Not a lot of people in history can say that. <laughs> Actually, I was planning on going to Dr. Amon Green uh, for all of my needs. Dr. Dr. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Dr. Travis Jersey. Jersey <laughs> all right. Tom. Yeah. For three highlights. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This is going to be a tough one. This is where they start getting hard. Okay. How many Culver's locations are there in the Green Bay city limits? Wow. That is... I mean, he said he grew up there. He's been back. Yeah, I mean... Don't make excuses for him, Kyle. No, that's what no I'm mercy. Happy. No, I think this is unfair. Is my next question how many are in Kenosha? Do you know? I could think about it for a while. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, sorry to... Anyway, whatever. yeah, Kyle derailed this, Tom. This think tough, about it. This is a tough one. Think about it. I check Google Maps. Oh, well, then you didn't get all the all of them. There's a secret Culver's. There's a couple of, like, underground ones. Suffice to say, there's a couple of guys running Culver's out of their own base. Let's see, you know, Green Bay, it's got, like, 100,000 people, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to guess 200 to 300. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going to say five. The answer is three. Oh! 
Kyle in an upset is could take the lead here. Here we go. Alright, so Tom sits at three total high lifes. At three total high lifes. I would say Kyle, though, the, the the Packers level of that question. The question was how many Culver's has a picture of Ryan Pickett. Ryan Pickett inside of it. The answer is one. The no, correct one. answer is the one across the street from the high school you went to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, been there. So continue. We're yeah. under protest. <laughs> under protest. Asterisk. Yeah. yeah. Asterisk. All right, Kyle. You ready for this? Yeah. Name the Packer responsible for this quote. I'm in town to play the Dolphins, dumbass. I repeat. I'm in town to play the Dolphins, dumbass. Oh, boy. There's no, like, context clues about what era this could even be. Nope. You have to be... Because dumbass has been used (laughs) for decades, and they've played in Miami many times. Could be Johnny Blood McNally. (laughs) Yeah, could be anyone. Well, don't go giving me hints here. You didn't give Tom any hints. Could be anyone. Oh, boy. Uh... Uh, I'm gonna take a wild guess here. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Do it. Was it the Magic Man? Oh! Oh! Correct answer is Mr. Brett Lorenzo Favre. Oh! Oh, I thought that. Oh, classic Favre. From the film Something About Mary, uh, where it. I never saw that movie. You should. Have seen that movie. Yeah, that's, I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane or anything like that, but it has Brett Favre in it for Christ's sake. It's Brett Favre so natural in that mm-hmm. movie. It seems so well, effortless. The thing about it is that's not even a real. I mean, sure, it's like a quote because he said it, but it's not a quote. It's a line in a movie. Fine. The Farrelly brothers can take credit for the quote, but he said it. Well, that's still not what I guessed. I suppose. All right. Now you're both playing the game under pressure. He's quoting from one of the unused takes. All right. You are both. This is odd. You're both. <laughs> I'm playing doing the rest of this trivia contest under protest. You're as both well. playing under protest <laughs> right now. Yeah. All right, now we're back to Tom. This is another tough one. I got it. What's my favorite item at Culver's? <laughs> oh, this is from a uh, this is from a special subset of questions uh, called the Bears Still Suck. Uh, these are questions about the Bears that focus on things about the Bears Packers rivalry. Rivalry. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. All right, so question one from the Bears Still Suck subset. The Bears played a string of god-awful quarterbacks during the time when Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers have been the Packers' starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. One of these quarterbacks is truly special in that he was on the Packers, on the practice squad, before the Bears signed him and played him in several games in 2002, and he was garbage, completely, hilariously awful. Name this quarterback. 2002. Bears. I'm going to go with my gut and say Craig Krenzel. Incorrect. Ah. Henry Burris. Ah, you see, the, 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 there's so many crappy Bears quarterbacks that the mind just floods with, <laughs> yep. with the ocean of terrible uh, Bears quarterbacks. Yep. He was pretty bad, and he, last I, I was researching this, he was playing for a CFL team. Still, and he's like 45 or whatever. Yeah, better better than you. Uh, You don't know that. Um, I actually played for the Monarchs for a long time. The Montreal Alouettes. I won several Grey Cups. Um, Thank you. Everyone gets to win a league. 
Grey Cup. Mm -hmm. It's just a participation Mark, Mark trophy. Mark won a couple of Grey yeah, Cups. That's true. All right, Kyle, you ready? Yeah. Another opportunity to take yeah. the lead. Maybe this second. question will be about the Packers. <laughs> second question about, about, about the Bears. This one oh, is about the, about the Bears. It's also about the Packers. It's also about the Packers. All right. In September of 1995, the Packers played the Bears and beat them on Monday Night Football. In this game, Brett Favre threw a 99-yard touchdown pass, one of a handful in NFL history. Who was the receiver? Jesus, nine, what was 1995. There's like three possibilities. So I was six years old. This is when we said my first memories were. Uh, but I might have, that might have been overstating it. Uh, for four highlights, Kyle. Four uh, and the lead. This is a four highlight yeah, question. This could be the game right here. Oh, boy. Who could it be? Who? I mean, that's a good question. Who could it be? Who, who, who was on this Packers Who was on the 1995? What receivers? Come on, Kyle. Uh, okay. Uh, Going to throw this out there because I got a sick poster of his on my wall, on my bedroom wall. Uh, Sterling Sharp. Incorrect. Oh, it's Robert Brooks. Correct. Oh! Correct. Tom is right. He doesn't get any points for stealing, but... Everyone sits at three highlights, which is still a pretty respectable number of yeah. highlights, you know. It's ultimately half more a More highlights than I showed up with. Mm -hmm. It's true. Someone's going to walk out of here with more highlights than they showed up with. <laughs> Except me. And Except I have you. You're going to have a significant I have less highlights. Yeah, have less. Largely out of count of myself. All right, let's do this. All right, Tom, you ready? Yeah. For five highlights. In the 1980s and 90s, the Packers employed a versatile tight end who enjoyed a successful NFL career. Yeah. However, when he was in college at Auburn and playing alongside Bo Jackson, he never caught a touchdown yeah. pass. Yeah. Name this tight end. Oh, that's the toolbox. Oh, <laughs> Tom pulls <laughs> in to the lead with five highlights with the answer, Ed Toolbox West. I, asked, I did a little research on Ed West Ooh, today. Prescient. And surprisingly, the, like, the most amount of catches he had in the season was far later in his career. It was like '94, by, by which point, like, I thought Ed West was gone. It's impressive that you'd get through an entire collegiate career, never having caught a touchdown pass, and then the Packers would be like, "Yeah, let's take this guy," well, and that you would persevere through that touchdownless. I mean, you know, he was drafted in the era when the Packers weren't exactly nailing all their draft picks. It was sure. like the late '80s. There's a lot of like. Oh, Played next to Bo Jackson, he must like sort of pick something up. Did you ascertain why he was called the Toolbox? Uh, no, not really. I assume because he could do two things: run and block. Uh, I think he also, I believe, he was arrested for domestic abuse. I don't know if that's part of what you would consider a traditional tool <laughs> in an old, old toolbox. Part of the course. I'm sure. I mean, he. I did. I did bone up on my Ed West trivia, knowing that that's a particular area. A thing that's been on my mind. Yeah, I know. Ed West haunts your dreams. <laughs> Pretty good. He was. Was he ever the starting tight end? Yeah, he was. Really? Yeah. Wow. In the late eighties, early nineties, when the Packers were. Had, he was the starting tight end when they went ten and six, and 
almost made the playoffs. Yeah. Big deal. yeah. And then they got Mark Tamara and Keith Jackson. Yeah. who didn't want to play for them, but whatever. All right. I'm not mad about it, but Keith Jackson. You're still angry about I'm Keith Jackson. I'm still pretty pissed. Keith Jackson, if you're listening, I'm pretty mad, but I'll talk to you about it. I've just gone ahead and repressed all memories of Keith Jackson. Not because I was too young, just because, you know, he didn't want to play for the Packers. Mark Shamaro would play for the Packers right now if he could. I've repressed all memories of him for legal reasons, but, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, Kyle, you ready for this? Yep, I guess so. Five high-life question. In the early 1990s, running backs Travis Jervy and LaShawn Johnson lived together, and they owned an unusual pet. <laughs> What type of animal did they own? Do you know this one, Tom? Mm-hmm. I knew this one before I had to look it up. What years was it? Uh, early 90s, around 94, 95. Interesting pet. Huh. Very interesting pet. And it was in what kind of a living situation did I'll you say I'll clean this up were? a little more for you. Uh, LaShawn Johnson would later be implicated in a dog fighting ring and he had 18 dogs in the house that they lived in together I believe, if, uh, what sounds, I was reading is to be believed. That sounds chill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, other than the pervasive scent of feces. Um, so this animal is not a dog. It is significantly more exotic than that. Yeah. That's all oh, I can really give you guys. Really cool mm-hmm. <laughs> a really cool dog. <laughs> oh, you mean like a St. Bernard or like a so much more yeah, exotic. So We're talking yeah. zoo exotic here, Kyle. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. I don't think that's giving up too much. I, I mean, I'm... Oh, boy. I they mean, had it tied up to a tree with a rope. Is that true? Is this another... <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know what to believe. No, it's true. Mike Holmgren went over there and saw it and told him they had to get, had to get rid of it. Tom and I are subject matter uh, experts on yeah. this, it turns out. Gee whiz. I mean, uh, this is... I was in the high school when this happened, so I remember the story. You probably rode your bike past the house and saw it. Yeah. Uh, wait, could you see it over the top of the house? I'm going to say it's a giraffe. <laughs> That's a great answer, but no. That would be sweet. That is incorrect. Uh, Kyle loses the, file, the five highlights. Uh, the answer is lion. They had a lion. They had a lion tied up to a tree in the backyard, like a baby lion. What did they use to tie it up? Like a rope. <laughs> Mike Holmgren came up, heard about it, came over and told him that they had to like get obviously get rid of it. <laughs> Where'd they get this lion? Well, another I'm interesting not sure. story. I have no idea. When I was in high school in Green Bay, the, there was a big uh, bust at a house that was selling exotic animals in Green Bay, and they uh, the reason the cops knew something was going on is because like the electrical bill for the house was like astronomical thought it was drugs yeah yeah and they got into the house and it turned out it was like for all these space heaters for like <laughs> tropical animals that needed like lots of heat so they had all these space, space heaters in the house like just going like all the time like they had crop Whoa. they had like alligators in the basement but they had to like keep the basement warm enough oh man that's crazy yeah wow i'm sure they also sold drugs <laughs> I mean, I hey, that. hey, 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 uh, Big Third Down doesn't have a great lawyer, so, you know. <laughs> Alle- allegedly. Also, this, I, I mean, I wasn't there when it happened, so. Chargers David is Big Third Down's lawyer, so. Is, oh, well then, we're in, we're in, we're in trouble. We're in, we're in fucking trouble. Allegedly, they have, they probably, 
sold drugs, allegedly, that I just said. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah that, that's fine. Yeah, you're good. You, you, it's like if you ask an undercover cop, saying allegedly is like asking an undercover cop if he's a cop, he has to tell you. Yeah, that's pretty much the, the same thing. It gets you out of the way. Yeah, like, not a lot of people know that. But if you're just like, are you an undercover cop? Mm-hmm. They, not only do they have to say it, but they have to say the full sentence, yes, sir, <laughs> I am an undercover cop. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, the more you know. know that. Yeah, it's in the Constitution. Yep. This is the uh, 36th Amendment, I believe. All right. Now, the final round. Are you guys ready for the final round? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this could be it for me, huh? Yep. So yeah. Kyle needs to answer this question correctly. We are sitting at Tom's eight highlights yep. versus Kyle's three highlights. This question is worth nine Oh, last question. Nine highlights. So, get, so, so if you were to have a perfect round, if you were to run the table, you'd have a case. you'd have a case of highlights. Uh, That'll happen eventually. I'm confident. We'll yeah. have somebody on. We'll calibrate pack. this to the to the, le- the correct level. The the Culver's question was a wild card. Yeah. Sure. That, sure. It, I thought you'd know. I was pretty sure you'd know. I, Culver's wasn't around when I lived in Green Bay. I would know the correct answer to that. As it applies to Janesville. I know you would. <laughs> Janesville has two. One for the whites. <laughs> Good point. Good point. No, Janesville has one on the west side and one on the east side. Cool. What divides the west side from the east side of Janesville? The Rock River. Okay, cool. Yeah. Which side's the good side and which side's the bad side? Oh, the east side where like Paul Ryan and all those dudes are from. That's the Wait, that's the good, good side or the bad side? side? That's the good side. That's I live on, good side. My parents live on the west side. Oh. I didn't know that about him. <laughs> went, to, went to what they call... How did you get your own podcast? Went yeah. to what they call Cow Pie Highs. Oh, really? Ooh. So you don't share this podcast with somebody else? <laughs> it's not like a duplex podcast. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. That's enough fun in here. We're going to move on to the last round. Okay. This right. question's for Tom. You right. could ice it right now. I could ice it right now. The, but this is, this is a brain bust. Vince Lombardi was a devout Catholic who could be seen at Mass daily, mm-hmm. almost without fail. For nine high lives, name the church Vince Lombardi went to oh. in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm going to go with my instinct then. Is mm-hmm. it St. Francis? Wrong. What was it? St. Willibrod. Ah, I had never even heard of that saint until reading the uh, the biography of him. Well, I left the door open for Kyle to win. Yep, these beers could all be mine. All right, Kyle, this is it. The moment of truth. I am nervous. This is your. As you should be. This is your Super Bowl, Kyle. You could. You could win so much high life on this, and I don't know what would you do with the high life if you got it. Oh. Well, it's a long walk back to my house, Dan. Yeah. Just drink them all. Yeah. This could be your Hail Mary against Detroit. Yep. Or this could be your Hail Mary against Arizona. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. Tom violated one of the cardinal rules, and that's bringing up... A cardinal is the... Is lost. Oh, I didn't realize. The cardinal is the imperative rule. Uh, yeah. Word there. Yeah, I don't know if that was a intentional pun or Wow. Not. Wow, I think we just really got at something pretty big there. Yeah. All right, Kyle, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Here we go. And this is another one that's fast food and Packers related. Okay. Oh. It's like the center of my Venn diagram of yeah, personal interests. Yeah. All right. A Gilbert burger, named for Gilbert Brown, 
was a double yeah. Whopper with double cheese, double lettuce, <laughs> double tomatoes, double mayo, double onions, and double ketchup. There was one burger topping that was held off the Gilbert Burger because the Gravedigger himself had voiced a distaste for it. For nine highlights, what typical burger fixing did Gilbert specifically request there not be wow. we'll wow. Go through the on a Gilbert again. This is a... All right, Kyle. It has uh, cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayo, onion, and ketchup. What did he not want on it? So it has cheese, lettuce, tomato, I'm not repeating onion. them again. Well, you should. <laughs> Pickles. He's right! Oh my god. I mean, pickles are my favorite, too. A major... If the, if the Kyle, the Packers Kyle Burger has quadruple pickles on it. Wow. A major upset. Kyle has under won... Pro, under protest. What are you calling it an upset? Well, because it's Packers style versus the world. Only half these questions. You're the only one who didn't think I could win. <laughs> only half these questions were about the Packers. <laughs> well, they were all they were all kind of about the Packers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you have just witnessed uh, an unexpected moment in the uh, history of Big Third Down, wherein Kyle actually won. I resent all this, Dan. First of all, I resent you uh, coming to Packers Trivia with a bunch of questions about movies that I haven't watched. <laughs> Second of all, I resent you sitting here acting like I'm not the smartest Packers fan in the world. Well, how about this? How about next time I will take on a challenge? Ooh, you, oh, you've uh, been having too many highlights. <laughs> I've been having exactly the correct Dan amount of is highlights. always having the correct amount of highlights. <laughs> the amount I, the whatever one I just had is the perfect amount. You take that back, Kyle. <laughs> uh, so that ends the first edition uh, of an extremely controversial edition of uh, Kyle versus the World, which may well, turn into Dan yeah, Before versus I the put world the belt time, on, I yeah. suppose we need to wait and see uh, the outcome of Tom's protest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to kick it to the Rules Committee yeah. um, and see where it heads from there. The Packers Rules Committee, which uh, which is in, create, made of four different people's grandfathers mm-hmm. who decide on all things like, is your hair too long? <laughs> is your name not too complicated to say? <laughs> Do you play the game the right way? And I think right. they would have... You would have some problems with how this game was played. Yeah. Tom, they all know how many culverts there are. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's five, there's three, but I'd only go to one of them. <laughs> the one with the, the one that I can eat. Look at Ryan Pickett while I eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, for the record, is the one across the street from Tom. Yeah, from the high school in Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, Notre Dame High School. Mm-hmm. So that culverts wasn't there when I was in high school. It was, um, it was a Burger King. Oh, no, wait, it was a Hardee's. It wasn't, however, the Hardee's that was in the parking lot of the Kmart, which eventually got shut down. Oh, no, it was a totally different. There's, a lot, of har- There's a lot of Hardee's in Green Bay. <laughs> More than three Hardee's in Green oh, Bay. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, or the Hot No, which is another story for another it's, time. It's a totally different story. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening into the first edition of uh, Kyle vs. the World, which may eventually turn into Dan vs. the World if Kyle keeps being a thought about it. Thank you very much. And who's being a butt here? Has anyone ever yelled that and they weren't being <laughs> a butt? So, all right. All right. Yeah, I win. All right. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs>